Last week or so, many, many, uh, in fact, all of the parents across the Hunter have all of a sudden become homeschooling, I'm not going to say experts, but certainly uh, versed in some of the nuances of that particular activity. And uh, joining us this morning to try and calm a few down is our Professor of Education, John Fischetti. John, as always, thank you so much for your time on location this week again. And um, I guess it's right about now that a lot of parents are actually discovering that uh, what a tricky job that the, that of an educator actually is. Good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. I think it was on the very first day last week. <laughs> About that 10 parent, past nine, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, that a parent uh, got on uh, Facebook and was saying, you know, how do I expel my child from school at home? So I think <laughs> a deep appreciation for teachers, the patience, the tolerance, actually the intellectual skill to keep going day after day, because the thing is, it's about 200 times a year teachers do this, so it is remarkable, the skill set teachers bring. And now parents are getting a taste of that, carers are as well, and I think there's some few tips we want to share just so everybody might uh, not go at each other by now. And that's the thing, because even in a, in a normal teaching role, you can at least send the kids home at half past three or four in the afternoon, <laughs> you switch off, but for the parents and the carers and now, uh, you know, educators at home, uh, they just move the kids from the uh, kitchen table where they've been learning, they just bring the dinner out for them instead. So what are some of the, the best tips for those that might be struggling a bit, John, to sort of get their head around the best way to look at this? Well, I think our very high-achieving young people are the most frustrated because the technology is a little clunky and not everything's perfect, and they like all the answers, and a lot of this is going to take enormous flexibility and just doing your best in this difficult time. So I think the first thing is that everybody realizes we will get through this. This is not perfect, but uh, let's seize the moment. And in the gaps between where things aren't 100% clear, just relax and try to stay okay. You're going to be fine. But then there's opportunities to do some things outside of what the teachers assign that also can count as learning. And I want to propose a couple of those. Uh, there's book series that many families have sitting on their shelves that haven't been read because we've been watching things for the last several years instead of reading. I think we can have an internal book competition at home, which would be called Quiet Time, to say while we're, not, while we're resting from the actual lessons, we're just each going to be reading a book, and then we're going to have a discussion about it at dinner tonight. So to get off the screens in between the time we're on, because now that nine hours a day, I've told you before, we're on, it's now escalated in many families to be 10 to 12 hours a day. We're online behind screens. You've actually kind of taken a bit of the fun to the next point I'm having, because a lot of folks have got more than one child of school age and they may only have access to one lot of technology there might be one laptop or one desktop computer and obviously you can't have everybody learning from it at one time so it becomes a, a, a scenario where they've also got to be planners haven't they you got to plan that kid one is on the computer from 9 to 10 and then 10 to 11 for somebody else and you can potentially be juggling juggling a whole lot of tech as well no you're exactly right mark and i think in those off hours for some children if they're big enough we are allowed to go outside. We just can't be in groups of more than two or, or little family units. And if you can take a walk during that time or be out in the garden doing something else, you might build in an agriculture lesson where we're trying to grow some plants for autumn. Uh, build in in between. So one, while one child's online, the other one's actually doing something else. So they're getting their steps in or they're reading more traditionally or helping their younger baby sister with some of her lessons because we're each going to have to support. This is almost like the one-room schoolhouse of the old days, isn't it? We're, we're back to Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And we're, we're, let, Let's go learn how to clean up a bedroom. That's today's lesson. <laughs> no, I think, yeah. How do you make hand sanitizer? Uh, the, the other thing for, for, more, for older students, particularly those in, in years 9, 10, 11, and 12, I'd like to propose a senior project 
and let every child come up with a topic that they really would like to research. And while this isn't in the syllabus, it may not be in the lessons, after all this is over, they could tell an employer, tell a uni, tell the TAFE, or just tell each other, here's a project I took up. Maybe I'm really interested in understanding how dolphins um, negotiate their communication systems. They're pretty sophisticated. Maybe I want to understand how viruses actually do their thing. Maybe I want to understand how the Mars rover actually landed on Mars and did its thing. We can do some research, develop a presentation and a project, perhaps collaborate with a friend in another school who's online that we can get online with during the off hours and build a research project with a video presentation, maybe some music overlaid, create a multimedia and written product that looks like you have something at the end of this when they say, well, what did you do during your COVID uh, reality? You said, well, in addition to my lessons, I built this project around my passion. You know, I, I took this toy apart and put it back together, assuming it's safe to do so. I've organized a research around something profound. I've collaborated with people around the world because many of the world's experts are at home and are easily contacted on Twitter or other social media feeds. So come up with something, make it passionate, have it as an example, have it ready to share online. And I'm guessing some of our students could even get a scholarship out of that on the other side of this. Yeah, John, I was also thinking uh, for parents maybe uh, can stagger lunch breaks so that everyone can get a, a crack on the uh, the tech. But I'm thinking that's no good because that doesn't give the parent a, a chance to have time out either. So Right. And we're going to have to give our parents a break, particularly those working at home on that same laptop. So we're going to have to have our kids have a major chill pill and have a conversation How about we need them to step up. If this is our burden, we'll get through it, but we can't give each other a hard time. Everybody in the world is facing this, and we're just a few weeks away from coming out the other side, we're hoping. Yeah, it is amazing the amount of uh, kids that have been popping up in the background on Zoom meetings and <laughs> FaceTime meetings with, yeah. with work as well. Yes, and the artificial backgrounds people are putting up that show they're not where they actually are, that's a pretty good one too. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. All right, John, we'll, uh, we'll see how we go with week number three of homeschooling for everybody uh, yep. next week from the University of Newcastle Professor of Education, John Vachetti. Thanks as always for your time. Thanks, Mark.